0: everybody. Hey, happy November 22nd, 2023. We are live on TikTok. And if you're watching us uh, on YouTube, you're watching us at at Larry Shackman. If you're watching us on Facebook, you can go to at launch my listing. And of course, on LinkedIn, just search for my name, Larry Shackman, and we're going to be live there as well. So, uh, welcome to this edition, the Hump Day version of the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. We're going to be joined by Dylan Kramer, shortly, the mortgage guru, the mortgage fixer, the man that solves all your problems. He'll be joining us soon, and uh, we got a lot of talk, a lot to talk about today, a lot of fun stuff, but a lot of a lot of serious stuff too that's going on in the real estate market. So if you're watching us on link, on uh, TikTok, um, remember that if you want to see the whole breadth of the broadcast, go to Launch My Listing on Facebook, go to at Larry Shackman on uh, YouTube or Larry Shackman on LinkedIn, then you can see the whole breadth of the broadcast, all of our Uh, all of our guests and not just looking at me, which I know is awesome, but you can see everybody if you go to one of those other platforms. So uh, let me be the first to number one, say, you know, have a great, this is the day before we all eat ourselves into a coma, fall asleep on someone's couch that wanted us gone like two hours ago, right? So, in all seriousness, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving holiday. Have a great Thursday through Sunday. Hopefully, break everybody's getting to take and uh, enjoy yourself. You know, have fun with the family, uh, have fun with your friends, and just you know, these last three years, 2020 through 2023 have probably been some of the toughest years for all of us you know we've we've gone through some things right so remember what's more important than family and what they're going to leave you in their will i'm just kidding what's more important than family and friends and spending time with people that uh, you really care about let the stress go you are now in the presence of the real estate therapist. We're going to put you in a state of real estate zen and what it feels like to do stress-free real estate. So we have a lot to talk about today. Like I said, Dylan's going to be joining us in about uh, five or 10 minutes or so. We'll get into some things on the mortgage end of it, but check this out. So last year, According to the uh, American Farm Bureau Federation, last year, a turkey dinner cost $64.05 per person. So if you're feeding a family of 10 and you're giving everybody the full turkey dinner with all the dressings and everything else, um, you're gonna you have you're gonna have spent about sixty four oh five this year in two thousand twenty three. That actually has gone down by about five percent. Not a lot, not enough, but it's gone down by about five percent. So this year, a turkey dinner for if you're feeding ten people. Like I said, all the dressings, all the good stuff. This year, as opposed to last year, you're gonna spend sixty-one dollars and seventeen cents. So you're gonna save a little over, a little, uh, a little, yeah, over three dollars per person. So you'll save about thirty bucks to feed ten people, who will then fall asleep on your couch, and you'll be politely asking to leave four or five hours later. So uh, yeah, you know, here's the thing about inflation. Inflation is a really sticky issue right now because the reality is the last inflation report that came out uh, was actually not bad. The last inflation report that came out, consumer inflation and wholesale inflation dropped. They both went down. We're somewhere around 3.8% inflation right now. We need to get it down around 2%. There's a stat out there that says 53% of inflation right now is due to corporate profits. So the reason I bring that up is because, listen, if you want to see prices come down, then stop buying their overpriced Crap. It's as simple as that. Until we stop buying things that we used to get a lot cheaper, the prices are not going down. Once a company figures out that you will pay this much for something, they are not lowering the price until you stop buying it. So keep that in mind when you know you're shopping, when you're buying gifts, when you know for the Christmas season coming up. Uh, it's really important that. We control inflation by our spending habits. And, you know, you hear a lot about consumers um, really complaining about inflation and everything. But at the same time, consumer spending is up. So consumer spending just continues to go up. Credit card debt continues to go up. Uh, Consumers continue to feel, you know, halfway decent about the economy, or guess what? They wouldn't be spending all this money. So it's important that, you know to know that we're in control of inflation to some degree through our spending habits. Um, so uh, keep that in mind. And hey, this year, for a family of 10, we're saving about 30 bucks. We're saving about $3 and whatever cents per person for that turkey dinner. So it went down about 5% from last year, which is good. So in the last year, we've gone down from about 9 point whatever percent inflation to 3.89%. And and the reason a lot of people aren't really feeling that is because food prices haven't gone down a lot. Some have, I don't do the shopping around here, but some have, from what I understand, milk's gone down a little, eggs have gone down, some other things have. But for the most part, food prices haven't come down enough. So uh, yeah, here we are. The man, the myth, the legend, it is Dylan Kramer, the uh, mortgage
1: problem solver. I heard, I heard you stall in for uh, time on uh, the cost of Thanksgiving dinner. I figured I'd jump right in.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, tomorrow, like I said, we all eat ourselves into a coma. Then we fall asleep on someone's couch. That's going to start charging us rent if we don't leave in three hours.
1: Well, and you know what? You never have to get charged rent if you own your own place. (laughs) I think that's a segue. Yeah, absolutely. How are you, man?
0: I'm doing awesome. I really am. I'm I'm looking forward to a great break and uh i got a lot of things going on after today i'm headed out to uh here i just want to show you guys something real quick so i am headed out to give me one second here i am headed out to buffalo grove where we are putting really a phenomenal place on the market um give me a second here and So we are headed out to uh, 563 Clover Dover, excuse me, Court, 563 Dover Court in Buffalo Grove. Really nice property coming on the market very shortly. In ground pool in the backyard, uh, very private backyard. And it's in the Adley E. Stevenson School District. So it's a very sought after school district in Absolutely. Buffalo. So. Yeah, E. Stevenson, I believe is like the fifth ranked high school in the whole country. So it's a really sought after area. So I'll be going out there uh, right after this broadcast to do a quick walkthrough and see if there's anything else we need to do before we put it on the market. Because remember, when you put your house on the market, you got one shot to put it on staged right, priced right, and everything else the first time you come on the market. So that's super, super important because your house is never more sought after than when you first come on the market, right?
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah. we've talked about that a bunch of times. And I think as a practical matter, people have to understand that getting getting in on the right price upfront is the way to get a lot of traction in this market, right? Like, yeah. this, the, 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 you know, I, I'm amazed, Larry, uh, you know, having done this for years and years like you, at some of the human nature uh, decision paths that we have that we're hardwired for. And and it's not anybody's fault, but people too often in this situation, this sort of situation will ask themselves, well, what if somebody's willing to pay 10% too much for my house? They're not, they're just not. So just price it right. Yeah. So I'm in the middle of that with a seller
0: I've had on the market for about five months, We're $5,000 apart. They don't wanna budge. And my question to him was, and I had, you know, I I told him, I said, you know, I'm gonna call him Paul. Paul, I gotta ask you, are you willing to walk away from this deal for $5,000? You know, I mean, I really want you to think about that. We've been on the market for four and a half months. We've had 50 plus showings. This is our first and only offer we've had. We have them at a really good, fair minded price for everybody. Right. They came up from an initial offer of 225 to 240. And I, you know, I told the agent, I said, look, this is not going to get the deal done, but I'll give it to him and we'll go from there. Well, before I even had a chance to call him, she called me back and said, Hey, if my buyer's willing to go up to 255, can we get a deal together? And I said, Hey, I'll do the best I can. And we'll go from there. But you know, our job is to put deals together and make everybody happy because that's how deals get done. Everybody has to be happy. If everyone's not happy, deals don't get done, right? For sure. Yeah. So, uh, kind of going through that a little bit. But uh, yeah, this house here at 563 Dover Court coming on the market in a couple of weeks in ground pool in the back, very private backyard, finished basement in a great school district. So check that out. One more thing I want to uh, remind everybody is that as of, uh, well, after the first of the year, me and my associate, uh, one of my team members, Michael Lafito, is we are putting a 151 acre horse farm on the market in Princeton, Illinois, which is about an hour and a half outside of Naperville. Okay. And uh, it's a great property. It's, as you can tell, here's a little baby Appaloosa. It's an Appaloosa horse farm. So just some outstanding animals on this farm. There's also hunting. I don't do hunting, but there's also also hunting on the grounds, deer hunting, duck hunting, things like that. Great property if you're looking for a retreat from your family. And one of the special things about this property is there's a fresh spring running through the property. So you can flood about there's a six acre field that you could flood and stock with fish and have your own, uh, have your own, uh, you know, stocked lake on your property to fish at. So what's better than that? Right. So, uh, I'm going to stop sharing this screen right now. And, uh, so what is going on in your life in the mortgage business? I know we talked last week rates, blah, blah, blah. Were they right now as compared to last week?
1: Same. Really, I mean, although I will tell you, it feels like the trend is going to be our friend for a while. So could we see constantly improving rates? Absolutely. Um, Have we? No, it's only been a couple of days. So call it seven and a quarter and, you know, on, on your average base mortgage rate for most folks and move on down the road
0: feeling pretty good right now about some of the things I've been predicting and
1: you know um, you're letting 10 days of bond market activity you're darn right I am. override your experience over the last two years come on now
0: yes I am <laughs> yes I am
1: <laughs> well Larry at least you know
0: yourself listen you got to stay in your lane right but yeah, you know exactly. listen bottom line is we dropped from almost 8%. To a little right around seven and a quarter percent. Yeah, no,
1: it's a nice little run. And, and, and you know, the math, the math, the, if the math works for you as a buyer, you should go do it for sure.
0: 100%. 100%. So, uh, where are you going for Thanksgiving? What are you doing? Uh,
1: I'm at home for Thanksgiving. So, thanks for asking.
0: So, you're um, making, you're making. Yeah. you're cutting the turkey yeah yeah know. the
1: whole the whole deal I, I, yeah that's been kind of the tradition for me and uh you know that's going to continue so it's great awesome uh, i'm going to break out the smoker as a matter of fact i'm going to work on that a little bit this afternoon so it's ready to go for tomorrow and uh I, yeah it's all fantastic you got um, the kids
0: home from school from yep. iowa yeah, exactly. wherever else they are yep all that yeah. how about you awesome yeah, we're gonna actually be going over to my stepdaughters who's right around the corner from us. Oh, great. So uh we're not gonna be cooking. Which is not good. bad.
1: It's not bad. I you know, um, I don't mind doing it for one big meal like this a year, but it, it is it can get overrated if you do it too much for sure. And I fall
0: I fall asleep on their couch all the time, so they're used to it. It yeah. won't be any, uh, so it's anything. not a
1: Thanksgiving tradition no, as much as not a so big, thing, not, not a
0: Right. So listen, you guys, before we go any further, I want to thank all of our sponsors, because I think, you know, it's important that, uh, you know, that to have them along with us, they all do uh, some great stuff for us. And give me a second here, I am going to bring up uh, some of our sponsors. And our first sponsor I want to thank is Trusted Agent USA. So go to trustedagentusa.com. If you want to save money, whether you're buying, selling, or investing, you can go there. You can click on any link and get started. You're going to save a ton of money when you sell. You're going to be able to list for as low as one and a half percent if you're also buying a home with us. But even if you don't buy your next home with us, you will be able to list your property for 2% and save yourself up to 66% on your list side of that transaction. And we have, you know, obviously a lot of great people we work with because it takes a lot to get a transaction over the finish line, as we all know, right? I mean, if it was just about me or you, that would be easy, but it takes it takes a lot of people. So if you go to trustedagent.com and just click on partners, it's going to bring up this. Look at this. Look at this guy, Dylan Kramer.
1: Yeah, there you go. Branch man. manager,
0: benchmark mortgage. And uh, Dylan's office is in Oakbrook, if I remember correctly. Absolutely. And Dylan does business all over the country. So wherever you're watching from dylan can help you even if you just want a second opinion you know give dylan a call and dylan how do they get in touch with you
1: uh you can call me at 630-708-7088 you can also text that number as well 630-708-7088
0: right and if you go to the uh trusted agent and you just Click on Dylan's beautiful picture right there, it's just going to take you right to his website. Yeah, and you're going to be
1: headshotting right there, Larry. What's that? It's quality headshots. Listen,
0: you spent a lot of money for that.
1: I, I kind of did. That it. wasn't cheap. <laughs> um well, to make me look good is absolutely a, a, a money spending thing.
0: <laughs> right. Um, so we also want to thank our other sponsor and that is at home title services by the way they have a if you're a real estate agent in illinois and you want to learn how to be trained to become a title agent for free they have a uh they have a virtual event coming up in december and just go to their site go to this site right here, trustedagentusa.com, click on their banner, it'll take you to their site, sign up for their um, uh, virtual event. Bottom line, if you are a seller and you wanna find out how to save 50% on your title insurance policy costs, give me a call at 630-921-0611. I'm going to show you exactly how we're going to save you 50% on your title insurance policy costs, which you know, Dylan, could be a substantial amount of money.
1: You know, Larry, when you save 50%, I, I don't think people understand that title expenses can be on an average sized loan in the, or a purchase in this market $5,000. So it could be a $2,500 savings. Like, don't see
0: save- We just sold a uh, a $1.5 million property and saved our seller. Uh, That was uh, the total cost for the title insurance policy on that property was $4,200. We saved them $2,100 that they were able to put towards their closing costs or whatever else they wanna do with it. So really important if you guys wanna save money on your title, insurance policy costs. Give me a call 630-921-0611. Check Dylan out for anything mortgage wise. He's going to be able to help you. And if you want to save a lot of money on buying, selling or investing, go to trustedagentusa.com. Okay. Enough with all that. Now let's get into some things here. Um, We already talked about inflation a little bit in the run up to you coming on. Sure. Uh, and the thing about inflation is no one's feeling it because you know you go to the grocery store and everything is still priced high. But although inflation has gone from what almost nine percent to three point eight percent,
1: yeah, but it's still sticky. You know. Yeah. Look, we've had. A, you know what, I, Larry, I, I'll I'll kind of give you the bottom line up front on inflation in my opinion. And that is a, an opinion I get from some of the market watchers that we talk to. Inflation is sticky because housing inflation is sticky. Rents are continuing to increase. Home prices are not going down. They're continuing to increase. We've talked about the inventory problems. The housing components, rental, uh, short-term rental, hotels, Airbnbs, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, mortgage rates and Housing prices all are combining to uh, they they make up forty two percent of the inflation numbers every month. Yeah, and so they continue to rise. Um, the, the this is another reason, given all the th- inflation and everything else exploding in costs, that as we've talked about, the people who've got three percent mortgages don't want to give them up. Of course not, because we're locked down. You know, you're locked down on quality price. From a monthly payment standpoint. Yeah. And so you have to figure out how to make the transition. And let me tell you one thing that I think can help. Um, and this is I, I think a conversation, Larry, where you on the real estate side and all my friends in the real estate business, not not just you, although you have other friends
0: in the real estate business,
1: very few, and none like you. Okay. I'll have continue. <laughs> the, I, I think that the thing that we have to talk about going into 2024 and, and looking at this current market as, as we see it is what can we do to analyze your situation and get you into a house? And what I mean by that is if you want to get out of your current house and you've got 3% on a mortgage, but you also have 25 or 30 grand in credit card debt and a car payment. 25 grand in credit card debt is going to run you $500 a month, right? Right. And not bring the debt down at all. Your car payment, the average car payment is $590 a month. So if you're paying $2,500 a month in housing, $500 a credit card, and $600 in car payment, you're all in at $3,600. If you want to move houses, Or you have to move houses because your kids are getting bigger, because you add kids, because you need a school district, or whatever the case is. You now should do the math. Now that we're a couple of years into these higher rates, on the following: What are you paying? What kind of equity are you going to get out? Because if you get the thirty grand to pay off your car and the twenty-five grand to pay off your credit card, and you can put. 10% down on the next house instead of 20 or 25, then your new mortgage payment might be the same 3,600 that you're shelling out now, just Mm -hmm. all on the mortgage because you take the proceeds from your house, sell it and pay the car off, pay the credit card off and then buy the new house with less money down than you might have otherwise. Creating a situation where the consumer can turn around and make the housing change they need to make for their family with very little disruption to their monthly total cash flow. Because We've entered a world, Larry, where we can't make our mortgage decisions in this narrow slice of our personal finances of, well, I just need to get a, I don't want to have a thousand dollar increase in mortgage payment. I get that. Yeah. What is your total outlay? What is your total personal finance situation looking like? And can you use the equity in your existing house of which most sellers have plenty? Absolutely. In order to turn around and get your next housing thing done, whatever that is. And and so I think it's incumbent to, you know, we we throw the phrase around in the mortgage business. I'm sure you've seen somebody with their business card. They're like, I'm a mortgage planner. What does that mean? And, and I, you know, I don't get really super fancy, right? Like I'm in the mortgage business. You know, the the, the uh, government defines my role by my license as a mortgage loan originator. It's absolutely true, right? Like I own that. Right. But if you're going to represent yourself as a mortgage planner, if you're going to do this job right, you really have to talk to people about what are you trying to accomplish in the long term and how can you use the math that is at hand? To take advantage of it for your finances, for your finances and for your family. And yeah. for years, when we were in a falling rate market, and certainly through the pandemic, we're like, well, get a lower rate. <clears throat> and that was true. And and we had lots of situations where we put people on 15 years and that made sense and got them an even lower rate and pay off sooner. All of these things are true, but we're in a different market and now we need a different look at things. We have to look at it through a different prism to solve the problem at hand.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you make an excellent point. And I, I hope everyone's kind of dialing into what you're saying is that strategies change with the market, whether you're a buyer or a seller. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, guys, I- it's so important to work with a guy like Dylan that can actually explain these things to you and show you how even though you're sitting on a four percent mortgage right now interest rate right now you still may be in a position to move up and you know if you maneuver correctly if you will through the market and consolidate. absolutely no
1: that, that's really the smartest thing is is you have to turn around and understand how to deploy your equity how to make these decisions because it it it's it, again our human nature is i'm going to sell this house i'm going to take the bucket of money from this house i'm going to dump it in the down payment of the next house and move on that's right. a decision in a vacuum right you know um
0: you guys pay attention to that pay close attention to that because um there's an opportunity for you to move here regardless of what your uh interest rate is right now and i'm i'm gonna go out on a limb here again i i i think they're gonna come down a little more even and and when this happens understand what that does to the market you're going to see more listings come on the market you're going to see all this pent up buyer demand uh all of a sudden explode on the market and we all know what that does with prices Uh, that is going to drive prices up again. Prices are not coming down anytime soon.
1: No, uh, there's no situation in which prices are going to fall like that. Because like you said, uh, any lower, any notable drop in rates. And again, human nature, right? Like we had 8%. Now we have seven and a quarter. We talked about this with Patrick over the weekend, right? When we were on the last podcast. So I'll just hit it briefly. But we were at 8%. We moved to seven and a quarter. Everybody's like, oh, let's go get these rates when we moved from six and a half to seven and a quarter, everybody's like, these rates are ridiculous. Same seven and a quarter.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, my first house, I paid seven and a half percent interest. I didn't even think about it. Right. You know, what the interest rate was, you know, oddly enough, and we're gonna segue into this. If you would like all of your questions answered for free, all you have to do is text 630-921-0611. text the word book and I will send you my new book the top tens of real estate 32 proven top 10 real estate lists that will maximize help you maximize your profit whether you're selling buying or investing so, if you guys want the book, you can go buy it at Amazon. You can go buy it at uh, Barnes and Noble, wherever you want. However, if you'd like the free ebook, just text me 630 921 i I'm going to send you a link to get that book for free. So, there's a little bit of shameless self promotion, but it will help people save money.
1: I'm with you, man. I, you know what? I thought your segue was a little rough today, but the point is a hundred percent true, <laughs> and that is, uh, you know what? We've got, um, you don't know what you don't know. If you're a, if you're in the market or you're considering entering the market or or whatever the case is, and I've sat with Larry for months and months, broadcasting um, and having conversations about real estate expertise and and the the thing that you've done here is taking everything, you know, from a real estate expertise standpoint and put it in a digestible format for folks so that they can figure out what what's relevant to them. And I think it's a a, a fantastic play. So, yeah, textbook to Larry's number.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, and thank you for that. But um, let's we talked a little bit about this. We set this up a little bit um, right before the show. But ladies and gentlemen, it is now story time with Dylan Kramer. And Dylan's going to give us a little insight into the maybe one mortgage uh, 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 scenario he had. But this is like Frazier Thomas family classics, except it's story time with Dylan Kramer.
1: You're on. What What do you want me to talk about?
0: <laughs> I don't
1: this is a podcast. Exactly. No, you're uh, teeing me up. I I have a thousand stories, so you tell me the one you want. Well, tell me the most
0: recent one okay. that might have left an impression on you, at, while really, really helping somebody, or yeah, just. Okay,
1: I got you. So here's a. So we literally closed this transaction yesterday, and this transaction was not on the books in it, on October 31st, mm-hmm. and. Uh what happened is long story short, we had a guy trying to execute a house hack. And he uh went to another lender and just found somebody, right? And and the knee jerk was like, Oh yeah, we'll give you this deal. And it seemed like a deal that was you know too good to be true. And, and, and one of the things I tell people all the time is it's difficult to know if you've chosen the more or the wrong real estate professional, the wrong mortgage professional until it's too late, usually it's, it's not a thing you can unwind. Um, so he was supposed to close on October 31st and I got a call and they said, you know, it, we're already past that date. It was into November. Uh, we can't get this transaction done. Can you, uh, can you close it? Like, I, I don't know. I so, you know, we sent the documents over and we looked everything over. And the thing that my team does really, really well, and, and so we is we are thorough and complete up front. So mm-hmm. in this sort of situation, Larry, like everybody, I'm happy to have another transaction to work on. And so I was like, yeah, let's roll up our sleeves. Like we want the work. But I told the borrower and his agent, there's a problem. And we have to recreate the problem, which is always how I approach these save transactions. Mm -hmm. And and once I find out that problem, then the question is, can we figure out how to get through it? So he, again, was under contract mid-September, supposed to close October 31st. We're in this November 3rd or 4th. And he's trying to do an FHA loan on a three unit. Well, that loan product has a hard guideline that says, there are two things that have to happen before you can get approved for an owner-occupied house hack multi-unit purchase. Thing number one is you have to qualify from a debt-to-income ratio, right? Your payments and your uh, income have to be in certain alignment. Right. getting into the details. Right. In addition to that, once the appraisal is done and you take the new monthly payment, you can then, or you must then, to be most accurate, Put yourself in a situation where the three rents in this place, even though you're gonna live in one, the appraiser will tell us what the market rents are, right?
0: right.
1: The market rents added together and the payment must be <clears> poor, <throat> or, or the rents must be slightly higher, even by a dollar. Mm-hmm. But if it's mm-hmm. lower by even a dollar, it's a hard stop. Well, this was like six or seven hundred dollars lower, right? It's just it, oh, yeah. it's just hard That's to make work. Yeah. But it's a hard stop. You can't do it. So what the existing lender did was like, Hey, let's put like, he he had money. They're like, let's put another hundred thousand dollars down. It's like, well, I don't want to and keep him on an FHA loan. And they, they were scrambling. And at that point, he's putting 20%, 25% down on an FHA loan. Like why wouldn't you get a conventional loan? Well, we don't want to do a new appraisal because maybe it doesn't appraise. Maybe we can't do this. Like we already have the guideline approved. Then, it still wasn't cash flowing. Then they were like, maybe we'll send it out to a broker and we'll do a DSCR loan, which is all the rage now. And we'll right. do this. So finally they called me and I called them up after about a day. I'm like, I've recreated your error. And and so you have these options and and the options were uh, you put 25% down and do a conventional three unit um, because we hadn't had the guideline change yet that we had this last weekend. Right. Um, or, you turn around and um you buy it as an investment property um and that'll allow you to do some other stuff with the cash reserves etc etc i won't bore you with that so they elected just to do it as a conventional loan um okay. because the fha loan was out This but but again everybody the lender they were talking and specifically
0: about, the fha loans were out because the rents were undervalued
1: because the rents we're not at market value we're not i don't know that we're at market value they might know the rents were at market value right the the market value rents per the appraiser in this property were let's say 4000 bucks a month right 13, okay. 13 13 13 roughly okay the payment was going to be 4200 so if so it has to be 3999 or less so and you can't say well can i raise the rents you might be able to raise the rents with the existing tenants but the appraisers word for the market rent level is what is valid here not the not the contracts yeah right yeah so so there was no way to get more rent into the equation in this transaction so we we effectively reported back to everybody in the transaction we've recreated the error we can solve it like this. And we had a conversation with our underwriter. some of the other particulars in the loan in the terms of the cash reserve, the way this guy's job was structured, he was in the trades. So he had had a much better year in 2023 than he did in 2021. So we didn't want to average 2021, 22, 23, cause he averaged down. So we were able to average him up with the 2022, 2023 year to date with a preemptive conversation with our underwriter. So we got all this lined up. We're like, okay, now we think we can save this transaction. And then, of course, they had to go back and renegotiate because they were in a situation where a contract was uh, supposed to close on 1031. Mm-hmm. And we went past it, right? I'm talking to them. Right. And, and so they said they'd stay in the transaction till the 20th. And if we closed after the 20th, it would be $100 a day. I was like, look, I think you can get there. Maybe by the twentieth, but uh, certainly by the twenty-second. Right? I need to, I really needed it. 20th. Right, so not a huge deal. So you have to agree that you might. It might end up costing you two hundred dollars. Sure. Go it today. Well, we got it done yesterday. It cost a hundred dollars.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So here's the moral to this story, guys. Working with a team that knows what they're doing and can maneuver and make that dream, whatever it is, come true. Whether it's a house hack, where you're moving into a three or four flat or a two flat and renting out the other units or buying that single family home or buying that first investment property, we can get this done for you. So if you're looking for a great investment property, give me a call 630-921-0611. If you're looking for some great uh, mortgage advice, even just a second opinion. Maybe you're already approved, but you want a second opinion and you want to know that you're making the right decision. Call Dylan at 630
1: 708 7088.
0: Yeah, I mean, super important, guys, to be working with the team. I mean, I have 23 years as a broker, I'm a title agent as well and Dylan's been in this business for about 250 years
1: yeah no joke right
0: yeah it's important that's dog ears it's important to uh you know work with a team that really works well together including your attorney which we have great attorneys we work with it's important to work with a great team that's going to get you over the finish line it's as simple as that absolutely important so um couple of like fun things that i came up with uh while i was just perusing the internet a little bit so here are the top five most expensive zip codes to live in in the u.s now two of them are in california Sure. One of them is the number one most expensive zip code to live in. I know you're waiting with bated breath. You can't wait to hear this off of you. So the first one is 94027, and that is Atherton, California. What do you think the median home price is in Atherton, California, 94027? Go ahead. Throw it out there. $2 million. $8.3 million. That is the the median home price. And one of the reasons for that in Atherton, there's a lot of tech millionaires and billionaires that live there. Sure. So that's one of the things about Atherton. Number two is 11962. Now I'm gonna completely screw this name
1: up, but it's that Connecticut, like New York City, Sagaponack, New York.
0: If I'm That's messing that Canada. up and you're watching from somewhere in New York uh, state, let me know. Drop me a comment and I will correct my pronunciation. But Sagaponack, New York median home price in zip code one one nine six two is eight point oh seven million dollars again a very wealthy community and obviously we're talking about the top tier communities here which most people are not going to be buying homes in but i thought it was interesting number three is 33109 and we all know this one miami beach but what do you think the median home price is in miami beach 6.8 not bad 5.5 all right yeah, I actually thought Miami Beach would be a little higher, but there's such a mix of. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, remember, know, the median is half of them are above and half of them below. It's not an average, yeah. right? So yeah. you have a bunch of, you know, $400,000 condos, yeah. probably eight hundred, And that's 000. Miami, Right.
0: whereas in Atherton, everything is like right through the roof. So number four is 93108. That's another one we all know about, Santa Barbara. U2 has a great song called Santa Barbara and uh, I forget which album, but it's an awesome song. So check it out. Um, what do you think? Santa Barbara, median home price, Santa Barbara, California, beautiful place.
1: I'm going to go 5.8 again, Larry.
0: You're well, there you go. You're cheating now. Stop it. Well, no, I said 5.8 on the last one. We were above. So no, man, you are close. It's five. So it's $5 million, the median house. And the last one, number five, we've all heard this zip code. I'm just going to say the zip code because you know where it is. 90210. Where is it? Beverly Hills, Weezer. Okay. So 90210 Beverly Hills, the median home price in Beverly Hills, 4.8 million. So those are the top five zip codes with the highest median home sale. Price.
1: I bet none of those people are cooking Thanksgiving dinner. They're having it brought in.
0: It's It's being made for them as we speak. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In their third kitchen, which is off their primary kitchen. Right, it's in the butler's kitchen. Uh, we, I, believe me, I just – we actually uh, – we you know just I, sold a house in – Is that Barley. the Naperville place? No. Uh, that place just went under contract, too. Okay. Um, but we just sold a place in Bartlett that is set up exactly like that because the seller used to entertain a lot. They have a secondary kitchen where they would have staff prepare the food and then bring it out into the... Boy,
1: I love it when you have staff. Like yeah, You've entered been- right. a whole other place in life if you have staff. I am
0: actually part of the staff in my home. So it, nice. it works a little differently here, but I understand know, that. I respect it. So uh, I I wanted to kind of juxtapose that against what are the most affordable areas
1: to live. In. It's so realtor of you to call the cheapest places the most affordable.
0: <laughs> Listen, not only that, but if you're if you're an investor, these places are
1: places you should be looking at. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. is, so let me get. So let me guess. Flint, Michigan. No. Why did you guess
0: Flint? I'm just
1: curious. I, well, I would think that that's a place that would struggle to, to draw investors, given some of the water problems that they've had, right, in the community. And but I they are they fixing you- those. They and, are- right, but they're not fixed yet in the way that they need to be for the full community service. Additionally, right. the pe- so the people who have been there are kind of stuck there's no market to come in. So prices would drop like a stone. That was my guess.
0: Yeah. And and they are getting that done though. And they're pretty well on the way to getting it finished and replacing all those lead pipes. But yeah, I mean, and you know, that was a bad situation, but here, let's get into this list. All All right, right? let's do it. So number one, the number one most affordable place to buy your dream house or your starter property, right? Is Toledo, Ohio. Median list price in Toledo, Ohio, $205,725. You can buy a single family home in Toledo, Ohio for $205,725. Wow.
1: Not bad. Yeah, no, I mean I then you got to live in Toledo. It's not my Um,
0: I'm not saying a word. I am not going there. I have relatives in Toledo that have possibly put me in their will. I don't know, but I'm not going to go there. Um, So number two is Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. Scranton, Pennsylvania, the median list price in Scranton, Pennsylvania is $239,495. So a little bit of a jump. But uh, two thirty nine four ninety five gets you a single family home, three bedroom two bath, or maybe even four bedroom two bath, right? In Scranton, Pennsylvania. Number three is Rochester, New York.
1: You know, all of these places seem like they're only a couple hours away from each other. Well, wait, we're
0: we're we're going to be moving around a little bit here. So all Rochester, right. New York, median list price. Now remember, the last one was 239 495 in Scranton. What do you think the median list price, the median list price in Rochester is?
1: 248.
0: You are close. You're $1,949 off. It's $249,949. All right. So pretty close. Uh number four, you mentioned Flint, Michigan, right? Right. It's Detroit, Michigan.
1: Well, okay.
0: So we know that Detroit, Michigan offers a lot of tax incentives for people to move there, for people to take over right. vacant properties and things like that. They'll literally sell it to you for a dollar, some of these places. But the median list price in Detroit, Michigan is uh, 252, 250. Not, right. big, not, it's Detroit, it's the Red it's Wings, good. I'm sorry. It's yeah, the Tigers great, yeah. and worst of all, it's the Pistons. We're in Chicago. So we have a problem with the Pistons and have since Bill Yeah. Uh,
1: oh yeah. Let's not, I. You know what? I have a, I have a Las Vegas story about Bill Lambeer, but we're not going to talk about it on the air.
0: <laughs> okay. We will talk when we're off the air. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So number five, the most, one of the cheapest housing markets, and this is all as of October, 2023. Okay. One of the cheapest housing markets, number five, we said is St. Louis, Uh, well, is St. Louis at $277,000. So St. Louis, again, you could get a three or four bedroom single family home for $277,000 and have that big arc to look at all day long.
1: It's good stuff, man. Yeah. So
0: number six is, this is, this is good. And I think they're right on the border, McAllen, Texas. McAllen, Texas, the median list price is 280. Now what's unique about McAllen is there's a lot of border agents that live there and a lot of uh, um, uh, state police that live in that area. Okay. Cause they're right on the border, that's where they work. That's uh, McAllen, Texas, 280. Median home price for Little Rock, Arkansas. Remember, these are the top 10 cheapest places to buy a single family home. The median house home list price in Little Rock is 295. Again, under 300, man, not bad. No, not bad. If you're looking to buy and hold to rent a property these are areas you
1: should be looking at. I think that's not a half bad conversation to have. I think that, you know what, if you can get in at the right price, we talk about getting in at the right price, right? And, and so that's really, it's, I, I think it can be challenging to own out of market properties and that's a separate conversation, but certainly that math, that math will math as we like to say.
0: Yeah. And you know what, You if, if you're going to do that, A, you should be an experienced investor you should have a way to manage that property from out of state and be i I would not initially start investing in things out of the area where you currently live that is going to be a a tough road to, to go down um okay so number nine lowest median home price list price is where I think Dorothy came from here, Wichita, Kansas. So,
1: Wichita, but she came from Kansas,
0: Kansas, somewhere in Kansas. So, uh, Wichita, Kansas, $298,950. So, also under $300,000, there's only one property here that's number 10, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Lur- Baton Rouge, Louisiana came in at just over 300,000, 301954. 954. So out of these 10 cheapest, most affordable areas to live in, there's only one that's over 300,000. Yep. So they are still out there. And if you're an investor that is uh, comfortable investing in areas that are outside of your state, you know, these are some areas you might want to take a look at. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, what cool. else What else do we got on the agenda? I,
1: I got nothing else on the agenda, man. I think that uh, we should probably cut it. I mean, we got to get on to our holidays and we've talked for about an hour and yeah, we'll be back for more real estate radio discussion.
0: Yeah, so this was our hump day broadcast. Remember, everybody, we are on every Wednesday at 11 to 12, and we're on every Saturday at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central time. Central standard time. Thank you. And uh, we always have some great guests. This Saturday, we're going to have story time with john hoffman reo broker so i know he's gonna have a good one for us because there's a lot of there's a lot of stories to be told in that sector for sure yeah so john will be on on on, uh saturday all right man i'm gonna let you go and wrap up here and we
1: will talk to you soon have an awesome awesome thanksgiving you do the same and i will see you saturday morning okay bud thanks larry bye All right,
0: everybody. So we're going to get close to wrapping this up. I want to remind everybody on TikTok the way to see this, the full breadth of the podcast, is to go to Facebook at Launch My Listing, go to LinkedIn, just look up my name, Larry Shackman, S H A K M A N, and watch it there, or go to YouTube at Larry Shackman and watch it there, and you'll get the full breadth of the broadcast. If you enjoy just watching it here on TikTok, we love having you here too. So uh, again, I just wanna wrap this up by saying, guys, the last three years have been tough for everybody. It's been a challenge for everybody. I don't care who you are. 2020 through 2023, there's been some crazy, stuff going on and uh the world can be a challenging place so let's all get together with our families let's all get together with our friends let's have a great you know just relaxing thanksgiving holiday weekend it's a weekend thursday through sunday just just take it off just take it off completely don't worry about work i'm i'm leaving i i don't take it off I, I I take off until I get a phone call, then I'm back on. Um, that's real estate, though. That's how it works. Same thing with the mortgage business. So uh, I just want to wish all of you guys a uh, happy Thanksgiving and uh, don't eat too much turkey and uh, be good to yourself and uh, have a great weekend. All right, you guys, that's it for our broadcast of the Real Estate Radio Show podcast this Wednesday. We'll see you again Saturday at 9 a.m. with Storytime with John Hoffman, REO Broker. All right, you guys, take care. Love you. Be well.